You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Welcome to podcast episode 129. Today, we are discussing a topic that comes up again and again in my coaching sessions with clients. I did a podcast episode on a similar topic way back in the beginning of the pandemic, but this is an updated edition because it's about time, and it is the source of some of the greatest wins for my clients. When they start making a shift in this aspect of their routine and they start practicing this habit. They become more productive. They make healthier choices in general. They feel better and they just seem to be happier. But this is also something I have been working on personally for years. And it's something I have been actively in pursuit of across the last three months after two full years of neglecting this. It is something I get super passionate talking about, and I am constantly learning and educating myself more and more about it. This is one hack that I have proven also benefits my health, and it has made such a difference for me because I've been on both sides of this. It is one of the fastest ways I've found to boost my mood and optimize my performance. It increases my productivity and helps me generate more income. And here's the interesting part. It is something none of us can go without. 100% of us need this. We cannot survive without it. And you are already doing it. But today we're discussing how you can do it better. Today we're talking about the quality of your quiet time. Specifically, improving the quality of your quiet time. Now, if I told you this episode was about waking up early, you would either be in the half of my audience who hits the next button or hits pause and never listens again. Or you'd be in the other half of my audience of those who really want to know how to start waking up earlier. And you know that you would benefit from it. And you may have even tried to do it, but you found it almost impossible to stick to. I get it. This is a struggle that I have done a lot of research on and tried a lot of different practices around. And I've made mistake upon mistake around it. Here is what I want you to ask yourself right now around the idea of sleep in general and the topic of waking up early. If you think about your body as a machine that runs on batteries and needs to get charged, Sleep is the magic pill that we all need. More specifically, high-quality sleep is what each of our bodies need to recover and recharge from our day. Now, if you disagree with that, just go to Google and you will find a wealth of data on the topic. 
So why is it that so many of us sacrifice quality sleep? Why is it that so many of us neglect to prioritize it? Think about it. How many times have you woken up in the morning exhausted, knowing that you probably went to bed a little bit too late, you don't feel rested, and you dread your day? We have all been there at some point. So why do we find it so hard to regularly prioritize good sleep in this way I'm going to talk about today? We all have some kind of excuse, right? For the last two years, I had an excuse. And with it, I was sacrificing my own well-being. I watched my mood, my performance, and my results slip because of it. I watched myself dip into an emotional low. And then... When I made changes a few months ago and I stopped compromising on this healthy habit, I started to wake up feeling amazing. My mood was elevated, my performance began to increase, and my results emotionally, mentally, financially all skyrocketed. So this topic of sleep has not only come up often with my clients, but now even more recently in conversations with others in my network, with my friends, and even my family members. We cannot ignore this need we all have for good quality sleep, even though we seem to do it all the time. So why do so many of us struggle with this? This isn't necessarily about a magic trick that gets you up earlier in the morning and makes you stop hitting snooze. If you are someone who has ever enjoyed that feeling you get after a full night's rest of quality sleep and you wake up naturally before the alarm feeling energized and you have a peaceful morning, you know that bliss that I'm speaking about. You've had a taste of it before. But even with that, so many of us have a hard time sticking to the habits that cultivate this type of regular lifestyle that facilitates this healthy habit. The strategy isn't just about how to wake up better or get up earlier. It starts way before that. This is about how you spend, let's say, the last two to three hours before you go to bed. What does that stretch of time look like for you? What do your nighttime habits look like? What is your evening routine like? How are you feeding your mind and your body before you enter into one of the most important restorative practices of your day, every day? For so many of us, that time at night is filled with anxiety-producing, nervous system activating, or numbing habits. Here is what I see. Too many of us during this time engage in habits like this that aren't the best for our mind, our eyes, our digestive system, our entire body. But they become habitual. And the likelihood that we will do these same things, these same habits, is much greater in those evening hours than it is first thing in the morning after a great night's sleep. There is something about what happens for so many of us 
after a certain time in the evening, and likely for you parents out there, after you put your kids to bed. And there is something about what happens at that time that ends up sabotaging our sleep and our productivity the next day. So many of us like to call it decompressing, right? Have you ever used that term? Or winding down. But the reality is most of us are not doing that in a healthy way. And I'm sure you've seen that it gets even worse in the presence of stressful phases of life, when we're going through tough transitions, when there is a lot of change, or when there is anything going on in our lives that may be contributing to increased levels of stress. And what I see happening is that we aren't coping well with that stress. That is the real problem here. And the way that we choose to try to decompress from all of that stress isn't serving us. And it affects our sleep. We aren't getting enough sleep. We aren't getting good quality sleep. And we don't wake up feeling great. In fact, I notice that the nights when I get the worst sleep are my most clumsy, crappy mornings. If you were to Google practical habits or healthy habits to get better sleep, you're going to find a list of things to stop doing that will undoubtedly help you get better sleep. But here is what that advice is missing. What happens when you aren't trying to distract yourself with TV or scrolling on social or snacking or drinking alcohol or even doing late night work. What happens when you don't allow yourself to engage in those habits that are supposedly bad for sleep, right? When we take away all of those distractions, we are left with having to feel. Over and over again, I see how this is the case. The reason these healthy habits around getting better sleep are so hard to stick to is because when we remove all of those distractions, we are left with the environment of our own damn mind. And for too many of us, especially those who have high ambition or maybe even struggle with perfectionism, and maybe we aren't given the tools to deal with uncomfortable emotions, That quiet, naked mind of ours can be terrifying. Now, if you want to see for yourself if this is the case, if this resistance to just being quiet or being bored with your own mind and your own feelings, perhaps, is what's happening for you, here's what I want you to try. Instead of defaulting to those same nightly habits that probably aren't serving you, the scrolling, the working, the Netflix, the snacks, the drinks, whatever it is, here's what I want you to try. Create a little bit of space between whatever typical trigger that leads you to do that habit and the actual action of doing it. Whether it's picking up the phone to scroll or opening your computer to work or turning on Netflix or reaching for the unhealthy junk. Create some space. Just pause and stop instead. Give yourself a moment to ask yourself, what kind of energy 
is in my body right now if I don't let myself engage in that habit like I typically do every night? How am I actually feeling right now? What happens when you create some space between that feeling in your body and the typical behavior or action that you default to? Ask yourself, what if I allow a little bit of a delay for a moment? Ask yourself, what does my body really feel like it needs right now? So many of us are afraid to just be with ourselves in the quiet of a moment with our mind, without all of these distractions. But if we never give ourselves an opportunity to see what is there inside of us internally without these distractions, we will continually repeat the same habits. We will continually go back to our default behaviors because they temporarily let us avoid our own selves. And then we find our way to sleep with that energy unresolved, unaddressed, still inside of us, likely contributing to lower quality of sleep. And then we wake up in the morning, again, not feeling our best, knowing that we didn't set ourselves up for the best sleep, and we carry that through another day, and the cycle repeats again. If this is resonating with you, you know what those things are that maybe aren't serving you, that aren't helping you get a great night's sleep, and that you're using to justify as a means to decompress. But if there's one thing I want you to take away from this episode today, it's that when we are willing to stop justifying our behavior that doesn't serve us, yes, it can feel scary because it means change. It means making some different decisions. It means getting to know ourselves better than we may feel ready to. But let me tell you, this is where the work is. And this is where the gold is. Now, some of you are saying, but I'm a night owl. I like staying up late. This is when I do my best work, when I feel most creative. I hear you. And if you are doing that and getting enough quality sleep and you wake up naturally feeling refreshed, amazing. You've hit the jackpot. But I've also had a lot of clients who start by saying that, and what we find after coaching through this is that they actually aren't waking up feeling great on a daily basis, and that it's not really working for them. Now, not everyone is meant to wake up super early. This is about paying more attention to getting better quality sleep. And starting with what you're doing in the evening to help yourself get there. It is much more likely that the two hours you have to yourself after you finish your daily responsibilities isn't being used in the best way possible. And if you were willing to get to sleep earlier during that time and instead took those two hours for yourself at the beginning of the day, that you would feel a lot 
better. What I found is that the quality of time and the things that we do in those two hours at the end of the day is a lot different than how we would spend them starting our day. Think about it. Think about the habits that we are more likely to engage in at night after our body has been through a full and maybe stressful day. Now imagine what types of things you would most likely engage in or do. How would you behave after a full night of quality sleep if you then got two hours before you started your day? When I am in the groove of following this practice in this healthy way, I wake up to peaceful quiet, typically before my alarm goes off. My favorite thing to do is open up the blinds and watch the sky lighten and turn beautiful colors as the sun rises. It is my sacred me time before anyone else in the house is awake. There have been times where I have done my own sunrise yoga on my patio. Sometimes I just sit with my coffee and journal. Sometimes I read. Sometimes I stretch sore muscles. Sometimes it's music. You can use it to meditate or pray or go to the gym if you're able to leave the house and do that early and that's an option for you. I typically use that time to do any of the above and I get myself ready for the gym and by the time my kids are awake, I feel refreshed and ready to go. My cup is full, my battery is charged. What would you want your morning to look like? And how different would that look than how you are spending those one to two hours at night? So ask yourself, are my sleep habits helping me optimize my performance? Are they helping me feel my best every single day? Are they helping me be the most productive in my business? Are they serving my well-being in the best way? If you are honest with yourself, you know that answer. This isn't meant to make you feel guilty or bad or shameful if you haven't been practicing this yet because sitting with those feelings is only going to make it worse, causing unnecessary suffering. But if you know deep down that you need to make a change, know that there is a solution to this. It isn't just about white-knuckling willpower. Because that doesn't last either. Willpower runs out. Yes, there is some discipline involved, which is a muscle that we can build. But more than that, this is about addressing the core reason why it feels easier to escape our own mind and the emotions we're feeling or the stress that we have. There is a better way to navigate that. And that version of you on the other side of that work is a happier, more complete, and healthier individual. Isn't that what you really want? That version of you is more powerful than any pull or desire or craving you have for the crappy habits that are hurting you in the long term. 
This is work I have gone through cycles of doing myself. It is work that I have helped my clients become honest with themselves about. These are conversations that I have with my closest friends and family. This is about your health, your well-being, your sleep and being your best mind and body so that you can build your business and create the wealth that you desire. I could go on for hours about this, but I will leave you with this. I know it's hard. I know it feels challenging to change these habits. And if this is one of the things that seems to be adding stress to your life and getting in the way of your business, your best self, your wealth, I am on your side You are supported and you can change this. I cannot wait to hear how trying these things helps you shift that evening routine so that you can create an amazing morning that will likely change the way that you view sleep for the rest of your life. If you want help implementing this, schedule a no-cost consultation and we can talk about some of those first steps to making these changes so you can rid yourself of chronic stress, work smarter, and earn more because the wealth and happiness you deserve is on the other side. I will drop the link in the show notes. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.